Hey everyone, this is Takia. I am so happy that you have tuned in to my testimony podcast. I mean, like this is going to be such a great experience, I believe for myself, for you, for those who I have on the podcast. I'm super excited about this because it has truly been a long time coming in terms of this idea has been in my heart for some time. Because when I had to think about starting this podcast, I really had to come to this point to where I saw that the way that I was ministering to other people in the way that that I was ministered to when I came to Christ was through testimonies. And I love sharing testimonies about Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm telling people about stories about the way God is moving in my life and other people's life all the time. And so when the Lord put this on my heart to create this testimony podcast, I was like, wow, okay, I finally see the picture. I finally see the big picture here. I finally seeing something that was in my heart for some time coming, you know, to pass. And now here we are at our first episode. And I thought, well, what better way than to start this episode in this podcast off with my own testimony about how I came to Christ, a little bit about myself, background stories of, you know, how I was raised, etc. Um, it's exciting. I tell this story all the time to people who I come across who have some time to listen. And so that's what this first episode is about. It's about my testimony coming to Christ and many of the wonderful things that happen during that time. So here we go. This is my testimony. I was raised in a single parent household by my mom with two other sisters. I'm the middle child. I have a sister who's three years older than me and a sister that's six and a half years younger than me. Um, raised in Los Angeles, California, had a little bit of upbringing in the church up until about third, fourth grade. So having an awareness that my family said, okay, we're Christians and we believe in Jesus Christ. Like that was my awareness of what it means to be a Christian growing up from the age, um, you know, through up to the age about fourth grade. Right. And so after that, my family and I, uh, we moved to, um, San Fernando Valley, um, in uh, the Los Angeles County um, of California. And so uh, from the fourth grade on, you know, my mom was just raising us um, and we weren't attending church though. We were just, you know, we'll pray here and there and, um, you know, we go to different funerals and there'd be prayer and there go to different, these, these different events and there'd be prayer. But that is as much of God that was in my life growing up. Um, so by the time I grew up and I got into my early or late teens, early twenties, I was wilding out. Like I was living a life, like doing whatever I want to do with my friends. We were partying all the time, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, and then waking up early in the morning, 6am, uh, or actually having to be at work at 6am the next day. And so that was the lifestyle I was living. I was so unhappy. Um, I was, I had a smile on my face, but I was so unhappy. I was so um, insecure 
and just the things that I wanted to do in life and not really believing they were possible and not thinking that I was good enough. You know, I was raised without my dad. My dad was um, in and out of jail in and on and off of drugs. You know, he was living that type of life um, for all of my life, pretty much until about the age of 27 or so. Um, and now, you know, my dad has finally called, called quits to living that type of lifestyle. Right. But I mean, he's in his sixties now, so pretty much his whole life and my whole life, um, that has been the way my dad has lived. I was not parented by my dad at all. So in terms of like filling a void in my heart, in terms of my identity and having that backbone as a woman, I didn't have it. And so I was searching for love in all the different places that were not good, you know, from this relationship to this relationship, to this guy, to that guy, um, searching for things that I didn't know I really needed, but I was searching in the wrong ways and I was looking in the wrong places. Um, And so found myself in relationships that were just like, I was unhappy. I was settling, you know? Um, but I always had this desire for love. And so I would be in these long-term relationships for years, um, with people that I did not like (laughs) and just sticking around, hoping that we will, you know, one day work it out, you know, and this last, this, this, this last relationship that I had was another four year relationship. Right. And I, after four years around the age of 26, I was just like, okay, you know, I need a change. This is just not working. It's not panning out the way I want it to be. I found like on the inside of my heart, there was like this light switch that like flicked on, you know, it was like the light came on. And after living this life of unhappiness and just disappointment after disappointment, I had this like burning desire in my heart that just came on that I was just like, okay, Lord, like God, like, I don't really know you, but the things about that I've heard about you is that you are God. So if you are truly real, I need you to show me, like, I need you to tell me, I need you to just really help me to see if you're real, like, how real are you? Where are you? how do I find you? Like there was just this desire in my heart that just came alive that I was just like, Oh my God, I need to find if God is real. And I need to find if God is real now. So at this point, again, I'm four years into this relationship that I wasn't happy with. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to, I'm going to start searching for God in all these different places and this in different churches to see where he's at, whether this guy I'm dating is going with me or not. And so I'm going to this church trying to see if the Lord is there. Like, where is he? Where is he? Are they, am I getting and I'm, am I hearing something that's different than in this church than in the other churches? You know, are they, are they preaching the same message? Like, this is the questions that I had in my heart. Um, 
in the beginning before I really had a, a true relationship with Christ. And so I'm going to this church and I'm like, ah, I don't like the way this church is doing things. And oh my God, it's the same messages. And oh my God, they're talking about provision. And oh my gosh, they're just the same thing, but I'm not growing. So I would sit there for, you know, some time and I would just be like, this is not helping me. I'm like and getting the same thing and I'm not being pulled in closer to Christ, but I'm just sitting there and hiding, you know, so I'll go to the next church. Where's, where's God? Is he in here? Like, is this something that's going to nourish me? Is it answering my questions? Can I find people here that's ask, answering my questions? Is they are they presenting Jesus differently than how I've heard before? You know, and I'm like, oh, these people are celebrating Halloween. How does that have anything to do with Christ Jesus? Like, you know, like that was the question in my mind. Like it just didn't sit right with me. Right. And so I was like, oh, moving on to the next church. So I would go to the next church and next church. I probably visited like uh, three or four churches before I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot find anything different in any of these churches. It's been the same thing that I've been hearing since I was in third grade that I'm hearing now at the age of 26. Like, where is God at? You know, and I'm really had this hunger in my heart to know if he was real. So 2012, okay, 2012, January 16th is when I got a new boss at the previous job I had, right? 2012, January 16th, I got a new boss. Now, let me back it up just a little bit because this job that my boss, that this new boss took, I was offered the job in a sense of like, do you want to apply for it? Are you considering going for this job? And and as this person at my old company asked me like, do you want this job? Are you going to go for the job? Da, da, da. Do you think you will want it? You know, kind of question. Like I just had this thing in the pit of my stomach. Like, don't take it. You know, like don't take this job. Like it was just made me just like, I just felt unhappy immediately when I thought about taking this job. So I said, no. And so lo and behold, they interview a, a person for the job. And then this person gets the job, January 16th, new boss comes into the office. It's a woman. And I'm like, and it's a black woman too. And I'm like, okay. And, but I'm so insecure. I'm, I'm an operations manager at this time. I'm so insecure. And so I'm just like scared. I'm freaking out. Like, oh my God, is she going to take my job? Is she going to fire me? Is she going to find out that I'm making crazy mistakes over here? Is she going to pay attention to all my failures and just kick me out the door? You know, like I was in this company that I was working for and I was constantly being put down by my uh, director. I was constantly being belittled. I was constantly just not being built up, but just all the wrongs and all the flaws were being pointed out, you know, against me. And I was just feeling so down in this job and my identity was being crushed. And I was in this job for nine years, nine years. I was in the same job since a teenager, right? And I was stuck there, but I moved up because, you know, I, I really counted to God now that I moved up. And even in the skills that I possessed at the company, like God still gave me those skills, right? Because I was just doing my best, but God put me in the right place that I see now that he wanted to move. And so now January 16th, I meet this new boss. She's a woman and I'm freaking out. And so now it's the first thing in, you know, we're sharing an office. We're sharing an office. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to watch everything I'm doing. What if I mess up? Right. So she comes over, she sits by me and she's just like, okay, I want to see, you know, your job. Cause 
Um, I'm, she's the account manager. I'm the operations manager. So she oversees me. Right. And so now she's just sitting next to me and just wanted me to tell her where I'm getting my reports and data and information from, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm sitting down, she's sitting down next to me. And as she's sitting down next to me, I am like shaking in my boots. Like I can't even control. Okay. Like I can't even control the fear in my heart. I can't even control like my body, my neck is like tense. My shoulders are up and I'm just trying to talk and pretend as if I'm not scared and afraid. And so I'm just like, oh my God. Takia, get it together, girl, get it together, like pull yourself together, right? And so I'm like, okay. And so she's looking at me as she's sitting next to me. She's looking at me and I'm just like, and she says, can we stop? Like, can you stop? Right. And I'm just like, oh my God. And now she's calling me out. And so she's like, can we, can we stop? Like, can you just like, stop? Like, I'm just, she says, I'm gonna need you to loosen up. I'm gonna need you to stop. Like, can you just calm down? You know? <laughs> and then at that moment, I just take a deep breath, like, <sighs> like, okay. And so now I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that's even, that's not even making it better, but yet it's making it somewhat better. And so, you know, she, we continue on in the day. I show her, you know, like what I do for reports where I get data from, she's making some recommendations, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so the first day goes by, it's cool, but I'm still the same person. I'm still insecure, right? And I still yet have this desire in my heart, like, God, where are you at? Like, are, are you real? If you are, I need you to show me, tell me, help me to see you, help me to know you, right? And so now I um moving on a, a couple of weeks in, um, maybe like, actually maybe a week and a half in, right? Um, She is... We're in the office and now uh, my boss is saying, you know, we're talking, having a conversation about something. Um, and then we have a little break in our conversation. And then all of a sudden she says, hey, you know, I um, I do these um, I do these, you know, Friday gatherings, she called it. I do these Friday gatherings with people at my house. And, you know, we're just young people getting together, talking, having a good time. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, shoot, well, invite me over then. Like if you, if it's like, it was just a fun time when people socializing because I wanted to like, I want friends. I want to socialize. I want to be able to come together with people and just, you know, have a, have a great time and have a conversation. It's cool. So invite me over then. And then she's saying like, well, nah, you don't, you don't really want to come over. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, so why did you tell me then if you don't want to invite me over? Right. And so at this point, she's sitting there and she says, I'm a pastor. And on the inside of me, I'm jumping for joy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you mean to tell me I have been going to all these different churches, looking for pastors, looking for the Lord, looking for God. And then a pastor shows up in my office with me like and we're sharing an office. I finally get to ask all of my questions and get all of my questions answered. Like, what is this? Right? Like, I'm super excited on the inside. I am jumping for joy. I can't believe that this is true. And yet I'm just like, I'm staring at her like, what? But then I have a question in the back of my mind. Like, if you're a pastor, 
don't you got a church to manage? What what are you doing working here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? What do you mean you're a pastor? You know, who are you pastoring if you're working here? You know, like, like that was a thing in my mind. That was a question in my mind. And so she goes on and tell me she's a pastor. I'm super excited. And then as um, she begins to uh, minister to me, she begins to tell me all these different things about myself. She begins to talk about the fact that I don't even like my name. She begins to talk about my identity issues. She begins to talk about my insecurity issues. She begins to talk about all these different things. And I'm like, how do you know this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who's telling you all these things that I've been thinking? Like, who's letting you know this? Like, how do you know this? You know? And um, she's just like, you know, the Lord tells me, like, I just get, I get the insight, right? And so I'm just like, okay, okay. And so she is just pouring out so much truth and she is just ministering to me and I'm coming in office every day and I'm sitting there crying. The people in my office are just like, what is going on in there? Why is Takiya crying? So every day I'm coming to work, I'm crying for something about something that she's just ministering to. I mean, she just the Lord has is, move, is moving through her, digging out all of the trash that's been sitting there, just all of it. Just as she's just speaking all the different words and insight and wisdom into me. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, right? I'm just flooded, just straight flooded, like never before. And then she's giving me these testimonies about how the Lord has moved in her life, what he has done with her siblings, what he has done in her life. And I'm, and I'm taking all these testimonies home to my older sister and I'm just like yeah she told me this and she told me this and this is how God moved in here and this is what the Lord did to hear oh my God can you believe it sister come to church with me you gotta come to this church with me like I don't know like like I don't know anything too much but I'm just giving you everything that she's giving me but you gotta come to this church with me like this is real I really believe sister that they can help you because my sister had been through a tough life you know too like we grew up with a single parent so we were always at home by ourselves and dealing with different issues or whatever and insecurity issues. So my sister had a tough life too, right? And so I'm ministering to her by sharing the testimonies that my boss is giving to me about God moving in her life. And I'm giving out these testimonies to my sister and they are just like showing her like, oh my God, is this real? Is is God really moving? Is God really alive? Is he really doing these type of things? Is he like helping people is he delivering people is he moving in power and authority okay but my sister's apprehensive but she's still like raising an eyebrow looking like hmm could this be true and so through like the passion in my heart I'm just like sister please just trust me just come to church with me come to church with me you gotta come to church with me just give it a try right and so we come to church very first day in church I would never forget the day it was February 12th 2000 actually you know what I almost forgot the day let's see was it February 12th or was it February um 14th when I think about the date in 2012 it that Sunday so it was February 12th 2012 the very first time we stepped foot in the church that my boss at that time was shepherding, okay? The very first day, my pastor is, she's giving the word. She's pouring out the message in 
in, in the middle of the message. She stops with the message and then the spirit of the Lord just shoots at my sister and she's just ministering to my sister. And she's just like, you, this is what this, the, this is what the Lord is saying. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden my sister is flooded with all these tears and she's just like overwhelmed with all of this. Like, I cannot believe like the Lord is ministering to my heart. Oh my gosh, she's heard me all these years. Oh my gosh, she knows the most intimate details of the things I was saying in my room by myself. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So we go up to the altar to get prayer and my sister's getting prayed for. She's getting delivered. Uh, And it is just a day of power. The Lord is moving like I've never seen before. Truth is being poured out like I've never seen before. And we were just overwhelmed, mind blown, can't believe it. What in the world happened? I've never seen the move of God like this before. Oh my gosh. 2012, February 12th, first day in church, never went back from there. My sister gets saved. I get saved. We go on that year later on to uh, continue ministering to my younger sister. She gets saved. And then my mom uh, took in my two cousins who were maybe about 11 and eight at that time. They accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. My mom starts going back to church that year in just a few months because I'm taking the word home. And we are ministering to my mom, like, mom, this is what the Lord is doing. This is what God is doing. Oh my God, look at the scripture. Oh my God, this is what pastor said in the message. This is what the Lord is saying. Oh my gosh. From February, 2012, we get saved in church. June, one of those Sundays in June, we get baptized. My whole family gets baptized. Sisters and two cousins get baptized all in just the span of six months from meeting my new boss, 2012, meeting her in that office, God flipped over my whole family, whole family going back to church. Now, whole family saved and redeemed, whole family turning to Christ, whole family now walking with the Lord. God moved so mightily in my life. He answered the search and the cry and the hunger that he gave me. Okay. That he gave me now that I know. And I am overwhelmed. Never, never turned back. So that year, uh, February, got uh, went to church, right? By the time March came, I said to my uh, boyfriend at the time, okay, that's enough. I'm done with you. Bye. You got to go. Okay. Like this relationship is not it. Like God gave me insight about who he, who he is that, you know, that he was moving in selfishness, that he really wasn't, uh, uh, he really wasn't, uh, loving me. He wasn't moving in love and that this wasn't a one and God had much more, much more, much more for me. Right. And so at that point, I'm like, shoot, you got to go. March gave you the decision. April, you got to move out by, you got into this day to go. Right. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, God moved so mightily that year. It was amazing. And now to this day, 
my family is still walking with Christ by the grace of God, by the power of God. He's still moving through us. He's still delivering us. He's still working in us. He's still growing us every day. You know, God is moving and it's been such a a testament of God's one plans and purposes that he has for our lives since the beginning. He knows the exact day and time that he wants to bring us to him. And so I see that now so clearly than what I knew before. And I praise God for that. And then also it's a testament to God's purposes and plans in the fat in our family's lives too. And because he didn't just come from me, he came from my family. And so God is a God that blesses all. He wants to redeem all. He wants to offer salvation to all. It is, although it's my testimony, but my testimony includes the lives of so many others. And so this is just a beginning. 2012 was just a beginning. And now here I am in 2020 and the desire is for God is still just as strong as it was back in 2012. And so I praise God and I pray that you were blessed to hear that God definitely knows when he wants to bring someone to him and he knows how to bring them to him. And he knows exactly who he has called for his glory, for his kingdom and for his name's sake. Praise be to God. That's my testimony, you guys. That's the starting point of it all. Let me know what you think, too. I'm curious to find out what you have to say, what inspired you. If you have a similar story to share, you can follow me on Instagram at My Testimony Podcast to share your thoughts on this particular episode. And if you have a burning testimony on the inside of you that you would like to share, please click on the link in my bio on Instagram and you can sign up there to be a part of this podcast. I would love to interview you. And if you also want to support this podcast and the mission of it, which is to help people overcome through the power of the testimonies of our faith, you can also click on the link in my Instagram uh, bio and you can support through that means as well. So until next time, you guys continue to share your testimonies. Stay blessed.